to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 252 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. And sometimes I point to the wrong person on a t shirt. <laughs> It's funny, individually, we both sort of thought about it. We went, oh, we should have been the other way around. I wasn't thinking about the names on the T-shirts, but, um, you know, from Chris Chris and Sam, it should have been Chris and Sam. But uh, we did it the other way around. And, and I, the way your daughter looked when she took the photo, she didn't want to hang around and take another photo. So I was That's like, right. yeah, that'll do. <laughs> and, then, and then I uploaded it and I was like, I'm not putting a shirt back on now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. over it. Uh, so thank you all the random people that liked and commented on that photo. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's always interesting to see all these people uh, that we forget about. <laughs> Sorry, that uh, actually see these posts and maybe just maybe listen to us talk every week. Yes, yes, yes. And so um, I've just been depressing Sam about the uh, Kurdish situation oh, yeah, before right. the podcast, so you don't have to listen to it. However, having said that, I do have something I want to start with. Oh, stra- with uh, straight into it, but straight into. Straight into uh, a bit of um, presidential thing. Only I think you'll appreciate this. It's not as as dire as we will see. Well, so he's been going on about. He's been boasting. Trump has uh, that he gives away his salary. His salary is four hundred and fifty thousand US dollars as the salary for the president. Yes, that's right. And he's been giving it away. He donated it to. um, Oh God. So the way they do it, it's a government thing. So he can't like just give it to something. He puts it into a department. Oh, okay. So he depart. Uh, Is it the Department of Hairdos looking after us? <laughs> I donated 100 percent of my president's salary of four hundred thousand. Sorry, back to our country and feel very good about it. Okay, uh, he sent it to the Surgeon General's office. Oh, right? okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what? So yeah, so there's okay. all that. But then somebody's gone. Yeah. About that. <laughs> yeah, what's the real thing? What's the, well, no, that's all very good. But do you know how much he spent on golf? Oh, more than four hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. Is this including Do you the know secret- how many years of presidential salary? Guess how many years of presidential oh, salary. And now is this a lot of this because of the security that has to go with him? Uh, it'll be that because they've got to pay the travel and the accommodation, which... Oh, he, so it's his place. He, yeah, he pays his- to his own place. Yeah, of course. But yeah, oh, do you fi- ha- have a guess four, how many five, years? Six, seven years. 278.5 years what? worth of presidential salary. Um, how long has he been he in for? Yeah. What? <laughs> Three years. He spent, oh, I've got the number here. He spent a total of $108 million on if- golfing in the last three years. And so the point was uh, we'd rather you keep the salary and pay for your golf. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're an up and coming uh, president camp- uh, hopeful, then wouldn't you just be like, if you got in, You'd be like, oh, I can go do this thing for like twenty million because that's way less than what he just spent, and still look good. Oh, I don't know. God, the guy's a total mess. Because, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they just cracked me up. Two hundred and seventy, and I and I went, no, that can't be right. I did some calculations myself. It was absolutely right, but I was like, that doesn't sound real. But it it is. Fair what enough. A, um, what a dick. Oh, we better mention that we went and saw that movie. Okay, so we've just watched Deadbeat at Dawn, a uh, masterpiece from 1988, uh, made by some dude. Um, <laughs> he starred in it, directed it, edited it, did special effects, did the stunts. Um, and he did well with the stunts. He did very well with the stunts. Adam, what do you reckon about that? 
Um, it was a film that we watched. A hundred percent accurate. Uh, that's what we'd like to hear. Uh, but definitely check that one out. Will you be getting the one with the special, uh, the behind the scenes or special features? I'm definitely think? definitely interested to um, see all the extras because I want to know more about this dude and about. Yeah, I, I think I want to see all the behind the extras Jess? as well. The, um, Jim Van um, Weber. Van Weber. Jim Van Weber. So if you're listening to this, Jim. Um, we finally got around to watching that film. <laughs> We're looking forward to more of your work coming out soon, hopefully. Yeah, it was a, it was a great example of someone you know just trying really hard to make a movie. You yeah, can't, you can't fault his energy and enthusiasm. Oh, for he that. threw himself and everybody into that one. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Really good. So uh, thanks, Adam, for inviting us along and check out <laughs> another amazing movie. You're very welcome. Very welcome. So uh, yeah, awesome stuff. Cool. Cool. Dead Beat of Dawn, yes. One last job separates the leader of the Ravens gang from an early retirement. When he finds his girlfriend beaten to death by a member of a rival gang, he seeks revenge. That's pretty good for a low-budget first film endeavour, right? Yeah, and it, it, it's. Uh, I'm sure there's some audio I've inserted before this or after this or wherever, but... Uh, we record a little piece there with Adam, but uh, thanks for that, uh, bringing that to us, Adam. You're really good with your movie selection. But this guy was like first or second year in film school. He, I think he did two years and he was about to his third yeah. and he spent his third year, instead of the money on the third year, he spent the money making this film. But it's, it's, it's amazing because in but the it 80- took four years to make the film. Yes. So yes. it's in the 80s. But the thing with these guys back in the day was they had to buy actual film and do all this extra stuff. Whereas today... You just it, use your phone. <laughs> yeah, you can. They've shot films with phones. It's all digital. But it seems... I'm, I'm sure there are people out there doing these feature films these days. But this just seems more epic to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, this guy, uh, he was the star and the director and the writer and the everything. Did all his own stunts. But that was the reason I think he was a star, because he did his own stunts, because like, you couldn't get anybody else to do that, jumping off bridges or dams or whatever the hell it was. Hanging off the side of the car as it goes down the, an alleyway. Yeah, it was uh, pretty pretty epic. Definitely, so that was pretty good. Definitely check that out. Yeah, definitely. Um, and we, we may be going to another movie next week. About riding or something. It's about the first Australian woman to win the Melbourne Cup. I oh, actually, it up. I've heard about that. Yep. yep. Uh, it's called, I don't want to get the name wrong, so I won't say it. Right, girl, uh, something about horse racing. Yeah. Anyway, that's all good. Oh, um, have you heard of a hashtag just ask, don't grab? No, I haven't seen any hashtags or anything. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting one, right? And I never thought about it. Um, is this I'd a like, male equivalent? No. Okay. This is a disabilities issue. Oh. And I would never have thought about it. I would like to say I would have been the right, you know, on the right side of this thing, but who knows? So it's about um, people uh, with disabilities, like uh, sight impaired, getting yeah, grabbed yeah. and taken along. I wasn't going to cross the road, like you know, oh, okay. and um, um, people in wheelchairs. And like one woman was interviewed was saying, "Look, if you even touch me." It's agonizing. Oh, okay. So people should ask, but no, they just grab the wheelchair and start going. One of them put spikes on the handles of the wheelchair to stop people from just grabbing the wheelchair and start pushing her around. Um, Because some random grabbed her wheelchair and started pushing her at speed and she was scared she was going to get hit. She didn't know who the guy was. I mean, um, 
good on them for trying to help. But I would first thing I'd just be like, "Hey, would you like a hand?" Yeah, are you right there? Is what I usually yeah. say. Are you right there? You I mean, that guy, yeah. that guy rode his mobility scooter up the hill past our house, and it died like halfway up. That was <laughs> mental. I wouldn't even attempt that. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty steep hill out. He, he said the AA were coming, or someone was coming to jumpstart him, and I was like. Peter grabbed a bottle of water from the supermarket because it looked like he's going to die from dehydration. Yeah, but I think he was gone when I got back. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know. I think it's a it's a it's a good thing to know and to th- be aware of. That's right. But you think you you just think that you'd ask. You think you would. Yeah. But, but I don't know. anyway, in in future, guys, just ask. Don't. That's grab. right. So. Uh, this week on Balls Deep and sorting out pumpkin carnival stuff. Yay me. <laughs> Um, that was a picture I didn't need. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, very busy because uh, next week, uh, this weekend, is it this weekend? Next weekend, Armageddon, uh, traveling to Auckland, staying up there, and then straight into school camp. So I have to like pre-program everything and write emails now, and I'm trying to organize. Because um, now's the time to be planting your seedlings, right? Uh, yeah, almost. Almost. Maybe okay, ne- all right. next week I should have some... Yeah, if you're listening to this uh, as it comes out, maybe next week I'll have some of the information center. But one thing I did sort out was some name badges. We've never had name badges for the committee. Good old Gary. And I rung around, and I don't think I've spoken about this, but I got hold of this guy, and I'm giving him the biggest shout-out in the world. But first, I'll just talk about what the process is like. So you talk to all these different people, and one of the quotes I got from one of the local firms here, which I've never dealt with before, I won't mention their name, they came back and said, oh, look, it's like a $100 setup fee for the graphics, and then it's $60 per hour labor, and then on top of that, um, you got to pay for each bit component of the badge. So you got the front of the badge and the back of the badge, and it's going to come to this, we think, as long as the labor doesn't carry on. And it was a lot of money. Um, and then I got hold of Gary. He's at Express Badges. He's out at MetaMatter. Now, go to expressbadges.co.nz. The great thing about Gary, straight away, the price includes GST and everything. And uh, two emails later, uh, on from like Tuesday, I've already got them. Like he's already made all these badges for us. They're all individually named, all different, look amazing. Heaps and heaps of options. Really good price. Can't say enough good stuff about Gary at Express yeah, Badges. They, they look pro as, because uh, I had a look at them. They look very professional and um, it was damn quick. <laughs> oh, so quick. Like it's, just, it's almost mind-boggling how quick he spat these out. Yeah, and you um, just wonder what these other guys are doing. I don't you know. know what they're other- rorting you for yeah. all that money. So if you need name badges, oval badges, round badge, square badges, plaques, he does personalized key rings. Oh, and the other great thing is there's no minimum order. If you want one, he'll make you one. I think when you get to 10, they get a little bit of a discount. There's discounts applied if you're a hobby, sports club, education, and non-profit group as well. So, really good. Yep. So, if you need a badge, Express Badges. There you oh, go. and we got the t-shirts made. Obviously, saw the photo. We mentioned that earlier. Um, very small quantities of t-shirts are very expensive to get made. Yeah. Um, so, those cost cost us 30-odd dollars each. Yes. Um, there's just we, no we way. We supported a local company, so we're okay with that. We can get them made cheaper overseas- but then the shipping kicks in, and they're about the same price. Yeah. So we know some of you guys really want to wear our T-shirts and stuff, but we're looking at some other things instead of maybe. We'll see how we go. Yeah. So we'll have something for you, but T-shirts is a bit of a difficult one, to be honest. Yes. Do you want to talk about the All Blacks this weekend? Yes, why not? So this company, uh, I just read it yesterday, and I don't know how I feel about it, 
But Chris, uh, All Blacks playing Ireland this Saturday, and there's been all sorts of stuff happening with the bloody. Yes, I know because Tanya's not working on Saturday because she's got to watch the All Blacks lose to. I mean, All Blacks play Ireland. Well, oh wow, okay, good luck to her. Um, so basically, this research company, which I've never heard of, Gimba, Gimba, I don't know, G E M B A, okay, Gimba. They uh, they said that uh, they've researched it. And they specialise in researching the relationship New Zealanders have with sports and entertainment. Right. Yeah, right. And they've got a photo of their team. And there's 50 of them in this photo. I counted them. The Gemba dudes. I was thinking there's going to be four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 50 in this photo. Oh, my God. So I don't know how they're making all this money, but they're potentially doing something. Anyway, they've they've just said that the anxiety levels in New Zealand are so high... Right now, Chris, leading up to tomorrow, or yesterday, because this podcast comes out Sunday, we're recording Friday, if they lose to Ireland, the nation's mental health is going to be negatively affected, like, really badly. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, right. Are you going to be okay there, Chris? I, I'm not going to even notice. The comments... One way or the other, The comments in the Stuff article's really good, because it's a lot of people that don't care about sport as much as other people. I, but if, I will tell you one thing. What will get me going? If, if, that, J- if Japan wins the World Cup in Japan, oh, that'd be I'd, be ex- I'd be excited about that. Yeah, it'd be awesome. You know? If New Zealand won the World Cup in Japan, I'd be like, huh, okay. So, uh, yeah. like, you know, They're the favourites they- anyway. If they turned around and these Gimba people, whatever they're called, said, oh, you know what? We can half or even more the suicide rate in New Zealand if we just stop caring about professional sports teams. Yeah. Nothing would change. Yeah, yeah. And you have to remember, like, these guys get paid a lot of money. It's not the same across the board. We've spoken about this before, that, like, look, they have to lose at some point. Like, it's the If it's they just, never lost, why would you bother watching yes, them? Yes, if there's no if chance they of won them losing. Every time, it'd be like, oh, I want to watch another sport where I can actually, you know, get surprised or something. Anyway. It just riles me up. <laughs> so I asked, I, I didn't know what you were going to talk about with that, and that was not exactly what I was expecting. So the reason I asked you to talk about that was because I, I got my lesson for today, my lesson for everyone today. Your lesson? Oh. Yep. We should, that- have, we should have a title for this, like a criticism. <laughs> a no criticism. Alcohol yeah. can save lives. Okay. okay. Carry on. It can make your life better. This sounds like the, the this, need for alcohol. This can sounds like you're justifying having a cask of red wine next to your computer desk. <laughs> Maybe, possibly. Um, <laughs> so, um, did you hear about this basement captive in uh, Holland, Netherlands? I think it was. Yes, I've put it down there. Oh, yeah. Have oh, you got it down there? I do, Chris. I put it there. Oh. Oh, you! Oh, I I thought I'd put that one. There. No. Okay. So anyway, my lesson for that was he was in the basement supposedly for nine years yeah. with five other people, and how did he get out? Why did he get out? He needed a beer. He went to the local pub and bought a beer. Actually, we went in and bought five, five pints. Yeah. <laughs> and went and he was like saying a few things. And then he went back and apparently he came in a few times. And it was the third time that the um, the bartender tipped off the police and like, there's something weird going on. Um, but you probably have more detail than me. Well, this guy has now come. So initially they thought it was the whole family and it pretty much is. It's the dad and his adult kids ranging from 18 to 25. They're in the end of world cult and it's their neighbor 
who own, who's been holding them captive, but he's been with them, I think. All this extra information's coming out. Um, but it's just weird. Like, But they must have been in this thing since they were little. Because you're not going to get an 18-year-old. They're in, they've been in there nine years, I reckon. Yeah, I know. But if you go back nine years, you're not going to grab a 16-year-old and go, hey, hey, mate, guess what? We're going to live in the basement now. You're never allowed out. Like, there's got to be a transition period. Oh, I don't yeah, I don't it's know. hard to say. It's so I don't say. know. That, not but, all the- but taking that bad story, turn it around, make a smile, drink alcohol. Also, uh. how many other people <laughs> around the world are trapped in basements that we don't know about yet? Because these guys pop up about once a year. Yeah, I know. It's usually it's crazy, some. Yeah, eh? it's it's insane. It's insane. Um, Police have got a new SUV coming out, Chris, with armed cops on it all times. They're going to be cruising around everywhere. Well, not everywhere. They're going to be cruising. Does it have ar- gunport. No, no, but it's a black um, SUV Holden thing with just police on the side. It's the armed police response teams is what they're calling them. And they're bringing them out on October the 28th. And counties Manukau, Waikato and Canterbury are getting them. Uh, It's a six-month trial. And it's full of uh, armed defender squad members all ready to go, all all armed, ready to go. And uh, they'll be uh, all over the place during peak time seven days a week. And it's basically to help the public and frontline staff if something happens in areas where there's a lot of firearms that bad people have. Damn. That's, so, it's not a good... That surprised me. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, and and so there's p- positives and negatives, right? The there positives is. is they're not just arming every cop out there, every Joe Blow, and, and I'm not saying all cops are... Jo- you, you know what I mean. They've got access to guns. They have access to guns, but, but they're, they're not, not having them armed at no. all times, right? So yeah. that's a good thing. These guys presumably are more professional with their weapons than others, right? Possibly, yeah, well, yeah. Presumably. So that's a positive. But at the same time, it's quite sad indictment on where we are as a country right now that we need that sort of thing, right? Yes, and I think a lot of that did come from the Christchurch thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt. I'm going to change tack for a sec. Yes, um, I thought this was a really clever idea, and I want to see what you think. So this was um, something I, I came across, and it, I didn't write it down for ages, but it kept sticking in my mind. I keep thinking, this is a great idea. So they're talking about uh, okay. tax reform and you know how corporates don't pay enough tax. You know, Billionaires don't pay enough tax. Here or in, in America? In, in, the, in the States particularly. But they talk about it everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. They it, don't pay enough. It's a problem everywhere. And so Elizabeth Warren is going, you know, Democratic nominee trying to go for the presidential nominee, yes. right? Okay. And she said, oh, no, this is my plan. This is how we're going to do it. Um, whatever you put on your um, earning statements, you know, F- SEC earning statements. Yeah. So you're a company okay. and you're a public company. And at the end of the year, you have to file your statement. Yeah. And the shareholders get their dividend. Okay. Yep. So tax that, yeah, seven percent on that. Oh right, because that's that's beautiful, right? Because the way it's going at the moment, they pay nothing, yeah, and then they have this big dividend. That's right, and then these shareholders get it. So if you tax the um, public dividend, as it were, you know uh, the profit they state that that leads to a dividend, they're not going to go. Oh well, we didn't make a profit because nobody's going to buy their shares. Yeah. Right? I think it's just really clever. It's it's a simple idea, but it's it's quite It is, clever. but uh, it's going to have so many hurdles to get through to try and do it, I bet. Uh, oh, there's always always hurdles. I just thought it was an interesting idea. MediaWorks so have said that they've decided to sell off all their TV uh, stuff. 
So they had TV three and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. They mm. they've got three. Um, they've got the radio, and they said that's really strong. Earlier this year, they brought outdoor, which is the outdoor advertisement QMB. I think it is. Do the big billboards? Yeah. Yep, they yep. said that's going great, but we're going to sell off the TV now. Um, and then, but they're freaking out because if there's no buyer, then basically they probably just shut it down. They just got to write it off and shut it yeah. down. Yeah, and their biggest concern is that the government who owns um, do they one fully, and two? Yeah. Do they own fully own TVNZ? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, they wrote off seventeen million dollar loss and made it a not for profit or something. They tweaked it somehow. And in the current commercial climate, it's very hard for MediaWorks to make money on the TV side. Mm. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, haven't what, watched TV in about. I don't know, four years now? Yeah, same. So, Doesn't really yeah, matter, but just yeah. interesting, but it can affect a lot of people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, um, oh, one thing I didn't mention last week, I went to Spookers as a customer. Yes. It was, it was great. It was great. I got scared um, more than I should have. They got me like at least four or five times. They That's good because I was worried that you were just going to walk around and go, oh, yeah, person over there, then this thing happens and that. Yeah, there was a bit of that because it was like, oh, I know there's someone around here, and you're like, oh, yeah. but then, yeah. I, I just, still th- got, I just, assume, I'd assume because I have not been that there's someone around every, there the whole time, everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if that would help me at all. Probably not. Probably just start screaming or something. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going through the dark part and, and one of the things, and because you can't see a thing, it's totally black. This is in Disturbia, yeah. the clown house. And I've never been in there as a scarer. Yeah, yeah, like it, you, you just don't. I didn't. I wouldn't have gone in the black pit. But I'm feeling around the wall. I'm like, is that an arm? Hang on, was that an arm? And then now I the question is, the did you get... ask first before grabbing? I did. I didn't because I didn't know what it was. And then they screamed at me, and I was like, ah. Anyway, um, so it's Oscars this weekend. So Oscars is our Oscars for our scary people um, on Sunday. So that's going to be great. Did, so other people nominate the people. You can't nominate yep. yourself. You can. You can oh, nominate you can. yourself and vote for yourself. Oh, okay. Um, Have you but been? There was so many um, categories. Categories. That's the word. Um, oh, Did God, you just nominate was, yourself for twenty? I didn't nominate myself for Are you any. Sure. Oh, here I was thinking you'd be promoting yourself. I'm not going to be. I no. I'm a noob, man. I have no no uh, no intention of uh, being in there. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. That's on Sunday. It's going to be a huge weekend, actually. What time is it on Sunday? Because you three obvi- o'clock in the afternoon. Oh my gosh! Because you're obviously um, what? Okay, that is a big yeah. So you're working Friday night, Saturday night at Spookers, then go yeah. back for this from three till nine. Yeah, on a Sunday. Yeah, it <laughs> seems crazy, but yeah, I mean, it has to fit in with yeah, 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 exactly. what they do. And um, yeah. And I, I'm staying over up there on Sunday night and then come back Monday. All oh, right, come back Monday. Very yes, good. Yes, yes. So that'd be quite cool. Um, and I wanted to wanted to say a few words about my. I won't say my mate because it wasn't my mate. As Person such. that came you came across in your life. Yeah, something like that. So Rob Bigby, and there'll be a lot of people in the Waikato who probably have an idea of who Rob Bigby is. There's a lot of people around the country that will, if they had anything to do with Kyokushin Karate. But he was also a champion swimmer in the, uh, I think, late 50s, early 60s, like one of New Zealand's top swimmers. Um, He was a teacher um, in Auckland and uh, in Hawaii and 
uh, yeah, in Mairo School for the last 10 years and principal there for a bit. And uh, yeah, so he died last Saturday. Um, really sad. Went to the funeral uh, yesterday uh, as we were recording this. And um, and I saw all these people I haven't seen for so long. And it's sort of cool in a way because obviously karate was a big part of my life at the time. Yeah. But it's also like I looked at this guy and I was like, I know you. And he's looking at me. Yeah, I know you. And it was Dean Action Jackson. Um, and, um, yeah, I was like, damn, you're old. Oh, that's right. So am I. So And he's like, oh, how's the wife? And I'm like, oh, we split up oh, 21 years ago. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little time well, ago. Well, I hadn't seen him for 25 years. Yeah. So, and, um, and you have to lead with the last thing that you knew about that person. Yeah, Because exactly. you just can't go, oh, uh, oh, I suppose you could say sort of what are you up to now, but. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was a huge uh, turnout of these Kyokushin guys from all around the country, people I haven't seen for years and years and years. So uh, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, Rob's going to be missed um, and thoughts and, and wishes to his family. Yes, of course. I thought I'd say that. Uh, shout out to friend of the show, listener and new Waikato counsellor, Pamela Story. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, well done. The only, and to be honest, I'm not on social media that much, but uh, I did get an update from LinkedIn that I saw at like 4.30 this morning and it said she had a new position title. So I clicked through and saw that. So very cool. I saw it earlier and I meant to write it down. I forgot. That's I, terrible. Yeah, I, I, just, <laughs> I just brought that back from my memory, Chris. Look at me go. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, well done, Pam. Uh, that's Pamela. I was going to say, say, what? Pam. I don't think uh, she'd like that. I yeah. don't know. Sorry, Pamela. Uh, but well done. <laughs> Congratulations. That's cool. I'm um, looking forward to hearing some interesting stories from that. Yeah, um, I'm so sure there I. will be some. Um, and we've got, so we've got the Armageddon next weekend. Um, so we might be later in our publishing of the podcast. Well, no, next week's podcast will be normal. Yeah. It just won't have Armageddon. Armageddon podcast information stuff will come out the following week. Right. Gotcha. And, oh, um, uh, uh, might, yeah, it will. Yeah. yeah. And the Thursday before Armageddon, the, the, the Thursday before is our TEDx Ruakura. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got a bit of a talk there. So I don't know if we'll have a little bit on that. But if you're in the Waikato, come along. I'll be interviewing a couple of people on stage. It's all about innovation. Um, should be pretty cool, I think. So I'm looking forward to that. Very good. So uh, the general gist is we're super busy at the moment, <laughs> but we're still, still putting together a podcast for you, our loyal listeners yes. and the amazing Patreon people. And if you want to become a Patreon, head over to the com. There's a button there on the front page. Actually, what we're working on soon is we're going to add a couple more of our favorite episodes to the front page. Yes, yes. Um, and also, yeah. Do jump on to Facebook. Join us in the conversation there, uh, the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook. Um, Chris and Sam pod on Twitter if you're a real Twitter head, although we're not really using that so much. Instagram, uh, we're there as well, or Sam is. By now, everyone's switched off, Chris. I think it's, I can't remember what the stat is. It's something mind blowing. But, <laughs> but if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.